0: The following podcast is a dear media production.
1: Hey guys, welcome back to the I Love You So Much podcast with me, Kenzie Elizabeth. Hope you guys are having the best day ever. I'm in a very good mood because I just picked up my favorite breakfast at La La Land Cafe. We will get into that. But today's episode is very exciting and is with Margot Ostrie. So many of you guys were so excited when I said I was recording with her and posted on my Instagram story a few weeks back. And I love her. I have already told her she's basically like my quarantine crush, like favorite follow. Love all the content. Love the book racks, movie racks, show racks. Like she's really just my go-to gal. So, anyways, uh, we're gonna be talking to Margot today. It's super fun. It's a very laid-back kind of just like friend fun episode. I think you guys are really gonna like it. If you guys are not familiar with Margot, she has a podcast called The Snatchler. Um, she's an Autry sister. She's just literally the best person in the entire world. I loved chatting with her You guys should all follow her and listen to her podcast Um, she's just great and like this is honestly one of my favorite recordings just because I feel like we really hit it off We talk about taylor swift. We talk about a lot of things. And it's just like a fun Chill girl talk fun. How many times can I say fun episode? Oh my gosh Okay, guys, my caffeine is not kicked in for today. I'm so sorry so this past week I um have really You know taking my housewife my breadwinning housewife skills to an all new level as i feel like i do most weeks and have been especially during the queue so i don't even know why i'm saying during the queue still like i live in texas we're not in quarantine but like the cases are rising so you know tbd i guess not good not good at all but anyways i decided i hated my office so i was going to redo it i painted a wall black i did a gallery wall i mean it literally looks like straight out of a magazine if i do say so myself yes There are lots of interior designers in my family, but no, they did not help me. This was all me. I take full credit. They did nothing. I'm so proud of this. I literally, I posted a photo on my Instagram and I just stare at it on my own Instagram profile because I'm just like, wow, I did that. You know, I hung it all up myself. Like this is pretty big for me because there's a lot of frames and I thought it was going to look a lot worse um, if I hung them. Granted, um, the edges of my paint job, I'm looking at them right now. You know, they could definitely, they could definitely need some help, but it's fine. We're fine. You know? I'm also doing a vlog week on my YouTube channel. If you guys didn't know, I have a YouTube channel where I just do like lifestyle vlogs and it's super fun. I'm vlogging every single day this week. So if you guys haven't caught up or you've never watched a vlog, now is the perfect time. Um, We have a few up already. I started on Monday and it's been super fun. So go check that out. As far as things I've been loving. Um, okay. So the thing that has really taken over my life has been my strawberry fields, matcha from La, La Land Cafe in Dallas. It's on Lower Greenville. It's behind the Trader Joe's. It is the cutest shop ever and it is the best drink I've ever had. I think I have gotten eight in the past 10 days, maybe even nine. Like I'm so obsessed with it. It's the best drink ever and I just cannot stop ordering them. Another thing, um, I got this acrylic cowboy hat, which has been really incredible. And then that inspired me to get the pink like neon cowboys light up bright neon hat you know it's perfect for a concert a music festival a casual stroll to kroger you know it's just like my go-to my new go-to hat it hasn't even come in yet but i already feel this really strong bond with this hat and i feel like it was made for me to make it even better. So it's Asia Hall. It's a black owned business and they are incredible. They are in, from what I read on this Instagram caption, they've been really struggling financially just through COVID because their manufacturing is in China, but they are still donating 100% of their um, COVID or sorry, of their um, neon masks with their COVID neon mask that they came out with, um, to I believe it's grassroots. And one second, let me check the other one. I know it's a business that um, supports black owned women businesses. Yeah, so through Digital Undivided, um, and they're still donating 100% of the proceeds. And I just think they're incredible. Spoiler alert, I am having Asia on, and I literally cannot wait because I genuinely think that this is like one of the best purchases of 2020. And I'm just so excited about it as always you know things i've been loving my kindle oasis guys i need to count but i think i may have already hit book 50 of 2020 i know um that's what happens when you decide to not have a social life well you're not decide when you're quarantined in your house by yourself and you break the TV in your room and then you just get hooked on one book and you get a Kindle and then you just don't stop you know it just really took over my life and it's the best thing ever but um, specifically I wanted to talk about the book it ends with us it's by Colleen Hoover one of my favorite authors I've been on a Colleen Hoover kick lately um I also read November 9th and I love that one a lot of you guys recommended it to me it's really unrealistic but I really liked the twist at the end anyways the book it ends with us is one of my all-time favorites I think you guys should really I think everyone in the world should read it. So many of you guys have been tagging me on in Instagram stories saying that you cried and like, yeah, same. I loved that book. It's just honestly, it was kind of, I don't want to say it was all over the place, but like, it just wasn't what I expected it to be. And I feel like it was just a very different storyline than I normally read. I don't even know. It was just so good guys. Like 10 out of 10 cannot recommend enough. So without further ado, let's welcome Margot on to the podcast. I love her. Um, Margo, AKA the snitch, AKA host of the snatchler we love her here on the I Love You So Much podcast. She's literally the best. And you guys are going to love this episode. So I hope you guys enjoy. And let's get started. Hi. Hi. We just did like Sharpay High School Musical um, breathing exercises. So brr, brr, bah, bah. Exactly. it actually works. It really does help. I'm not going to lie. Like she was onto something there.
0: Yeah, but, like, she's also low-key, like, the worst, so I don't know about
1: that. 100% she is the worst. Okay, so I'm really (laughs) excited to have you on. I have recently become, like, absolutely obsessed with you. I don't know how- Oh, my God. No, you're, like, I think my favorite follow right now. I don't know where this came from, but just, like, yeah, you're probably my favorite follow. I'm going to have to give it to you.
0: wow that just like literally made my day because I feel like sometimes I'm just like screaming into the void and like nobody cares to listen and everyone finds me incredibly annoying. So like you actually just made my week.
1: No, 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 no. Just like bask in the glory. My favorite follow. It's a, it's a, it's, you know, you're welcome. It's a really prestigious honor. I mean, honestly, that's prestigious. It really is. It truly is. Okay. Do you want to do a little like one minute bio and introduce yourself?
0: Yeah. My name is Margot Ashray, also known as Snitch, also known as the Snatchler. Like, I could explain where those names came from, but they legitimately have absolutely like no value that just happened. I have my own podcast called The Snatcher, which is based off of like bachelor stuff, all the things like that. I do it with my roommate and best friend. I am sister of the Morning Toast girls, Jackie and Claudia Astre, which is probably if you follow me on Instagram, really the reason like why you're following me and that's, and I'm probably on their coattails. However, actually, I can no longer say that I just graduated because now there are new graduates, but I'm a recent grad it I live in New York City just like my vibe is just kind of trying to figure out like what the fuck to do with my life can I curse on this podcast yes okay cool so that's just like a little bit about me I'm just like a really like the way that I see myself and I hope other people see me so I'm just like a really normal human being who's just like trying to figure it out along with everyone else you know
1: yeah no I feel that also do you want to hear another I don't I mean don't take offense to this I think you should actually be honored but i It's really embarrassing at this point that I've never watched The Bachelor. Like, I haven't since middle school. Like, it's humiliating. Like, I'm uncultured. I know all of it. Like, I've had Becca Tilly on the podcast. Like, 100% I should watch it. And, like, I say I'm going to watch it every year. And then I think that my friends are going to invite me to their watch parties. And they just don't. And so here I am. But I listen to your podcast literally having no
0: background. I'm so glad. I mean... I, I make sure on the podcast to give a recap of each episode. So I'm just like for people who want to listen, but don't want to watch, then they know what I'm talking about. And I don't just go in and start talking about things. But also, I'm kind of jealous that you've never watched it just because it is like the biggest responsibility just to watch. Like, it's a chore. It really is. It's so many hours per week for so much of the year. So honestly, like you are kind of winning.
1: No, it really is just a commitment and like I'm a very all-in person and like I know that the second I watch it I've talked about this on the podcast that it's just game over for me So at some point I do just need to cave But like I literally I don't it's just I'm here and it's I'm 22. It's like kind of embarrassing Like I feel very like I don't know No,
0: honestly They're coming out with this new show june 8th, which is like the greatest hits of the bachelor And every Monday night, it's three hours, which is crazy per episode, but it's an entire season of old shows in one episode. And like Chris Harrison is commenting on it. And the next week, it's another one. So it'd be a great way for you to like kind of get in the know without having to binge watch every season.
1: Okay, that's what I'm going to do because that's going to solve all my problems. Also, I cannot believe, I mean, shout out Bachelor Nation, all that, like the fact that they can put on a show for three hours. That's just literally like old, like unreal, unreal. Good for them.
0: No, it's so mean. It's cruel. It's so long. Like two hours is long, but it's perfect. And I get it. But three hours, like I know I had nothing better to do because I'm in quarantine, but like, I'd rather lay on my phone for three hours and watch three hours of just like old stuff, I guess.
1: Yeah, no, I get that. But for me, it's going to be great.
0: Actually, I'm very excited for you. Like genuinely.
1: Very excited. Okay. We're going to go into hot seat. My first question, my favorite question. What is the best purchase you've made under a hundred dollars in the past six months?
0: Okay, well, I mean, I literally haven't stopped shopping um same at all, all this entire quarantine, but the entire order in and of itself wasn't under a hundred dollars, but the pieces were and I feel like that worked. That's fine. But my
1: skins. educate me on them, tell me what I need to buy because I really need to get on this wave and I've been looking, but I don't know. there's a lot. I need like details. It's
0: actually very overwhelming the website. like there's so many colors, there's so many items like I, I only just got my first order and I'd been wanting for so long. I got the new like cotton collection, which is like the one that everyone is wearing on Instagram, like those boxer brief things. And I was like, okay, like I'm never going to be that person that can just like wear these boxer briefs and bra. But I'm, I was wrong because honestly, they're so comfortable. They really hold you up, you know? And like, that's really what I need. And honestly, like Kim K knows what she's doing, you know, when it comes to like things like that and shapewear, and they're just so comfortable and it's like cute loungewear, which I feel like is what I need. So I really feel like you can't go wrong with whatever that you get, but I would maybe start with the cotton collection because it's just like really cute.
1: No. And that's literally all of our Instagram right now. And I need to fit in with everyone. It took me a while to get on the tie dye train and now I have like five sets. So I need to do this.
0: Oh my god! When people started wearing tie dye like be- even before quarantine. I was like, "Are we kidding? Like, are we five years old?" And now my entire look at me, yep. my entire closet is tie dye.
1: Same. I was like, I don't really see myself getting into that, whatever. And it's like, no, like the biker shorts I'm wearing right now are tie dye. Like everything I have is tie dye. I have more orders on the way. Like it's just unbelievable. Lots of people are you know, really literally of like literally businesses. In-
0: yeah. Oh my God. So many new Instagram businesses in the time guy world.
1: So many. Okay. Number two, what is your favorite Taylor Swift album and song of all time? I love that. You love Taylor. I love Taylor. Here we are.
0: I am the biggest Swiftie of all time. Honestly, I'm so prepared for this one. Like I've been ready for this. My favorite album of all time is speak now. And my favorite song of all time is long live.
1: That was a really great, great Choice. thank you I think my all-time favorite song is all too well but like ju- yeah. I have like sentimental with friends like connections with that song I can't pick a favorite album like, and that I feel like bridge. it changes every day like I just can't
0: I know it's true it's like it's so unfair to ask me that question because yeah. it, like all of her albums are so supreme that it's, it's unfair to the album that I would rank the least because it's still better than every other album out there
1: exactly exactly I do apologize for asking it's such a hard-hitting question but I just felt like it needed to be a it's okay
0: <laughs> it's okay and honestly I, I was prepared for that one like I have answered that question 100 times
1: okay great amazing okay last question okay what is your biggest pet peeve
0: my biggest pet peeve is when people are eating salad and they get dressing in the corners of their mouths it just really like it makes me cringe
1: I have one that's kind of similar. I have two. I have a, a recent um, developing pet peeve that I would also like to share on the podcast. So I'm asking myself. The first one, I hate hearing people eat. Like if I hear you chew, I literally I can't control it. I'm like a pretty nice person. I like pretty much everyone. It's a very like unpopular trait to have. But it's the second that you start chewing and I can hear it. I, it doesn't matter if you're like my grandmother. I literally hate you. Like I can't deal. It's so bad.
0: So you have misophonia. Yes. 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 Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. And I, for so long, like, people would make fun of me until it became, like, a term and people started to, like, realize it. Like, my mom's the same way my sister's the same way. It's really bad. And honestly, I hate that about myself because you can only imagine how annoying it is. Like, it takes a lot to, like, really bother me, but I cannot control the anger that I feel when I hear it. So, like, it's so no, annoying. No, I, honestly,
0: I, I feel it too, but it's not really eating. It's, like, sometimes when I'm listening, even to a podcast, even my own sometimes, when I hear people's, like, mouths move,
1: i move my mic from me all the time because of that because i'm literally just so so every time i swallow i'm just like moving back (laughs) my second one would be this is a recent and it literally makes me want to like if someone texts you to like check in like quote unquote check in on you but they're actually just like looking for like the gossip in your life like go do that with your friends or like ask like people that you're close with around you like what's going on in your life it's like okay like we all are gonna ask around and whatever but like don't go to like my best friends or like even to me like that's just disrespectful you're actually just being a liar like I would rather you just straight up ask me than fake check-in on me you know
0: a thousand percent I can't even tell you how many people have done their fake check-ins and I'm like you don't care what I'm up to and like I know that and I know that you know that I know that
1: exactly and it's just tacky honestly I'm like you look very tacky right now and that's on you and not (laughs) on me. Okay you know can we bring back the word tacky yeah i think i think we should because i've been using it to describe the situation quite a lot so i think that we need to bring back tacky 2020.
0: okay i'm so here for that
1: okay i want to talk about your life in new york and you grew up in new york right? Yeah. Born and raised. Okay. So I'm just so fascinated by this. And I, I'm from Texas. I grew up in Texas. I've been living in LA for the past five years. I have a place in Texas now. I'm supposed to have a place in LA, but COVID. So here we are. Anyways, um, I am yeah. just fascinated by growing up in New York, especially with like, you have a larger family. So I just need to know, yeah, like, yeah. obviously, I know that this is all you've ever known. So it's probably not like crazy to you. But I just need to know, like, what was that like?
0: I mean, okay, so I was born in the city, but I did live on Long Island for like five or six years and then moved back to the city. So I have had kind of both the different experiences. However, I like hardly remember my childhood. So I don't really remember living in the suburbs, but I mean, I, I am definitely aware of like how weird it is that like I used to walk by myself in sixth grade in the city where it's like, that's crazy, but like it wasn't. I actually started being able to walk alone later in comparison to my friends. So it's like weird things like that. And I don't know, definitely like a weird thing, but it really is all I've ever known because I also went to college here. So I just, I genuinely can't imagine not living here, but sometimes I do yearn for like people who live in the suburbs and like have a backyard and things like that.
1: What were your schools like? Like how big were they?
0: So I went to a private Jewish day school. So it was pretty small. I think per grade, there was like 96 to a hundred people per grade. So it was, it was a very small school. I mean, I loved it. Like I, I'm one of those bitches who peaked in high school and I'm proud to admit it. (laughs) And and, I mean, yeah, no, it just, it was like a great time and I'm grateful to like have had the experience that I had also because I am Jewish. I'm very connected to my Judaism I'm like so grateful that I was able to be surrounded by people who are the same.
1: Yeah. My step siblings are Jewish. And so that it's kind of like same thing with them. And they're very involved and like super connected. So I hear all that stuff. I like love how much of a community it is. Like, it's very cool, you know? Yeah,
0: it it is really like a community because like there's just always something going on. And it's just like nice to have that. And it's also just like nice, like even if you ever lose yourself, like you can just always come back to it.
1: Yeah, it's cool. OK, so like social life, though, like outside of school when you're younger, like what do you oh, do when you hang yeah. out? OK, so like that kind of was always
0: an issue because up until a certain point, at some point you start going to clubs and stuff like that when you're in high school. But until then, like nobody has a basement where you can, you know, party and not tell your parents. So it was like a little just kind of weird, like everyone would go to each other's apartments but like you wouldn't really do anything. You would just like sit and stare at each other. And honestly, I really didn't start like drinking or anything. I think much later than most people like I started like 11th grade maybe end of sophomore year so but then like m- my grade I don't know about everybody else but we started going to clubs like in 11th grade and like you like had a fake ID and it was like the craziest thing ever
1: I had never even really thought about the fact that you can't just like have people over really or like you can't have people over no. without you know parental supervision like on accident
0: yeah and like we're all in apartments so like your parents are much closer like you can't really hide.
1: Exactly. Like you don't really have a choice. Oh my gosh. I can't. No, I know. It was,
0: it was really difficult. Like you really couldn't get like a high school experience until you were like a little bit older.
1: Yeah. That is so weird. I never even thought about that. Okay. So I know you you didn't really like, you went to NYU, right? Yeah. You didn't really like it, right? No. I mean,
0: no. (laughs) Like I just, (laughs) it just wasn't for me. And I think that it was, for other people. Like some people loved it, but it really just, I did not like it. And I think part of it was that I grew up here. So it was just kind of the same thing that I was used to. I just felt like I was taking classes, you know, like it didn't feel like I went to college, which was probably on me because I definitely could have tried harder, like maybe joined a sorority, but like, I'm just so not like that. So I couldn't, but it was, it was, Quite an experience. I'm grateful for my education, and I'm glad that I did stay in the city because I feel like I wouldn't be where I am now if I didn't stay in the city. Like, I just didn't, like, love NYU as a school.
1: Did you consider going anywhere else, or were you set on NYU?
0: No, I actually was, like, dead set on applying early to Emory in Atlanta. And then, like, I somehow got talked out of it, which, like, I'm kind of grateful for. I feel like I wouldn't, like, have loved it. But I was, like, I was going to Emory.
1: And then here, that's not what happened. And
0: then... No, that's Did not what happened live, at all. Like, I didn't even apply.
1: Did you live on campus or what?
0: Yes. Yeah, so freshman year, I lived in the dorms, and I just have to say, like dorms at NYU like were so gross, like actually gross. Like I've seen dorms at like these big schools, and they're sick. Like they're so nice. Like these were not. Like there was one good dorm, and like nobody got it unless you were like the son or daughter of a billionaire. You know, I dormed there my freshman year, and then I dormed there for half of my sophomore year, and then I moved into an apartment with my oldest sister. And we lived there for like a year and a half. And then she got engaged. And then it was like, why are we still living together? This is awkward. So I moved out and I moved home until like, so I moved home in the middle of my senior year and then like stayed through until I graduated. And then once I graduated, me and my best friend from NYU moved in together.
1: Okay, cool. And now you're staying at home right now, right?
0: Yeah, I'm home right now because my roommate had left. And I just, like, don't have the mental capacity to be in a quarantine for this long by myself.
1: How many people are you quarantining with? Is it, like, weird yeah, yeah. being back home? Like, are you kind of enjoying it?
0: Okay, so I'm enjoying it, but, like, too much, you know? Yeah. Like, I feel like I'm regressing. Like, I'm regressing back to, yes. like, who I was in high school. Like, when I lived here full-time, like, I, I feel like the person who lived her own life had her, like, big job, like, all this stuff, her own apartment. Like, I don't know where she went because she's gone.
1: She's not here. She's no longer to be found.
0: She's, she's no longer here. The old Margot can't come to the phone right now.
1: How long have you, like, did you guys move around in the city or have you been in the same apartment?
0: Same apartment, always. Yeah.
1: That's actually really nice. I've literally moved, like, I mean, my parents got divorced and then remarried. It's, like, all within a few years. So I've moved so many times. It's, like, disturbing, actually. Really? It's, like, no, like, yeah, no, like bad.
0: The room that I'm in right now is the room that I, like, was in, like, when I lived here, which is so weird.
1: Yeah, it's weird. It's also like you know those tweets and memes and everything where people are like over winter break And they're like are you is it just me? Or are you 12 again? And that's how I feel quarantine has been for everyone Oh my god, i'm five. No, literally i'm five. Also, you're recently a vlogger. That's how I started off So, how was your experience with that? Love the youtube videos. I loved the um bartending one specifically That was really you cute. You did? Yes, I loved it. Okay I thought that it
0: might have been a little too long you
1: know, I'm just trying things out. Okay, okay. I liked it. I really loved enjoyed it. Also, people love long videos okay. on YouTube. It's just a thing. I don't know. Oh, why. Do they? Yes, they do. Especially vlogs, That's good to like know. the longer the better.
0: Okay, good to know. Honestly, I've been wanting to start a YouTube channel for a really long time, but I just like really just didn't have the time or the wherewithal to like really get into it, but there's no time like a quarantine. And so I just started doing it. I'm actually like really enjoying it. I, I don't, I haven't like gotten everything yet. Like I don't have the camera and the this and then that, but I'm just trying to like get into it like on my own first, you know, like dip my toes, but I've been really enjoying it. Like, it's just, it's, it's a very different vibe from like every other social I feel like that I'm on, or maybe I'm just used to everything else, but this just seems like so much more natural.
1: Yeah. I think it's a little bit more, I mean, for like lack of a better word, vulnerable, like you're showing a l- like more of your life and like, even to the point where like the frame is wider so they can see more into your house. Like, I don't know. It's like a little bit, I know. it's just more, you know,
0: it's so, it's so more, I could not agree more with that also because like you just start filming everything. And then I was filming like a weekly blog this week and then I've been having a really shitty week. Like I'm not going to lie. And so then I was watching back the clips like last night and I was like, I can't post this. Like, I literally look like just depressed and sad. It's like, that's not what my weeks normally are. I'm just having a shitty week. So I scrapped the whole thing just because like, it's so easy to get like so comfortable and just like share everything, you know?
1: Yeah, and it's really hard too because like when your job when you're like doing it full time and like your job consists of like filming yourself, it's a little bit different than like going in to have to record a podcast or whatever, because you have something to talk about. And it's like, you can like, you can definitely maneuver around like the awful week that you're having or like whatever it is. But on YouTube, if you're like vlogging, like I rely very heavily on vlogs on my channel. So if I'm like going through it, it sucks because it's like, I have to not like fake it, but I don't want it to be depressing. And like, I don't even want to go through editing myself being depressed after. Like, I want it to be in, you know what I mean? It's like, I'm not trying to be fake, li- but I can't edit this myself. And like, I don't want to put this on you guys. Like, you know what I mean?
0: I couldn't agree more. Like, there's nothing worse than editing yourself being sad. And then also it's like, everyone is just going through it right now. So I feel like it's our responsibility to kind of like lift everybody up. But like, we're going through it. So it's like, it's, it's hard In between of like, I want to show you that like I'm with you also, but I'm also trying to entertain you in a bit, a a bit. So it's like, it's a hard like pill to swallow, you know?
1: Yeah. It's like, I'm with you, but I don't want to drag you down more. But I also feel like if I am too uplifting, then it's like not okay. But then if I'm too negative, it's not okay. And then like, you're going to hate me and everyone is so mean in COVID and like hates everyone. And it's like, we're all at each other and it's basically like a war and everyone hates each other, especially on social media. You
0: know? (laughs) Kenzie. Literally, like, people are so mean in COVID. I was literally just saying this today. Like, I just feel like all influencers, including myself, have cracked. Like, we have cracked. Like, I am, I can't, I can't handle it anymore. Like, it's getting to me so much. The hate is so loud. Like, I, it's, we've cracked.
1: We've cracked. And it's like, certain people, so Texas is like slightly reopening, which is like, I don't trust it. And my stepmom's a doctor, <laughs> so like I just I don't trust it. So and also I'm a homebody; like I don't want to leave my house, anyways. Um, so I mean, like realistically, I would love to have like a huge group of my friends over or something, but like I don't trust anything yeah. these days. So I'm still here, but like in Texas, people <laughs> are out going to restaurants at like a 25 percent capacity. Like I don't really like, get the point. But other like in New York or LA, it's so different than how it is in like Atlanta and Dallas and whatever, and. Oh yeah. Like people are getting attacked. Like a friend of mine went to dinner here and is also like an influencer and got like ripped to pieces about it, even though it's like allowed here. And then I don't know. It's like, but then at the same time, like someone will do one thing and see a family member. And then like, you'll see celebrities out and about with different celebrities all the time, but it's okay that they do it, but it's not okay that other people do it. I'm like, I'm a little bit confused. Can someone like clarify and like, Tell me what the lines hey, are. Can I know? get it?
0: can I get a chart? Can I get a chart of what I can and can't do based on the people who follow me on social media and then also get a chart of the people that you will attack for what they do and won't attack? because I'd like to keep track. I would
1: just have to see it because then I feel like I would be better equipped as far as posting social media content for you. and I think that it would just be better overall. Like it's actually exhausting, and people are so annoying. People have not been that mean to me, surprisingly, but I like don't really leave like I don't leave my house. It's just, like now I see like my family, but I, I just don't really like how yeah. house as is and like, it's just whatever, but it's more so like now I felt like I knew this was going to happen either. I was going to be like, so ready for this to be over and go wild and crazy and get so excited. But like what I want, cause I normally split my time between Texas and LA is I right. want to, or like, I'll go to New York a lot, which was my plan this year was to be in Texas, LA, Dallas and Nashville, like all the time. So I just want to be able oh, to like travel the all the time. Right but I can't do yeah. that. And I probably won't be able to do that until like 2021. So that's why I don't really care. Cause I'm like, I don't care about doing things here. I can like manage and like not leave my house at this point because I become so adjusted to it. So I was like, either that's going to happen. I'm going to like develop like some sort of extreme social anxiety, even worse than like whatever it was before. Or I'm going to be like so crazy and ready to go. But I think now I'm just so comfortable in my routine that I'm like 90% of the time I'm like, okay I just don't want to leave, you know?
0: But doesn't that like, same, I'm so good at, at being alone and like being home. Like, but doesn't that scare you in the sense of like, don't you feel like you need to get out because it's like, if I get too used to this, I'll never want to leave again.
1: A hundred percent. I'm like where I'm at now is what I was afraid of happening. So now I'm like, Oh no. yeah, me too. Like, I'm like, <laughs> like, maybe good, but I don't think it is because long-term I'm like kind of set here, you know?
0: Yeah. Like me and my roommate are planning to move back. Like she moved to long Island with like to stay with her parents and we're planning on moving back to our apartment. June wanted just quarantining there, but you know, just a different change of scenery. And like, I'm so excited, but like, I'm genuinely nervous to interact with her, but like, she's my best friend ever, but I haven't seen her in three months and I don't know how to like, just be a human again.
1: Yeah. Even just talking to new people right now, I'm like, and I'm really like outgoing, but even talking to people, I'm like, it's just a lot. Or even if I will do like a bunch of recordings or like something so small, I feel like the smallest things just exhaust me. Like I'll do my morning routine and I'm ready to go back to bed. So like I have to figure oh that out. Oh my God. Yeah. It's just not good.
0: Also, don't you feel like now when you speak to people, it's like you either say way too little or way too much. A
1: hundred percent. I think I've always had that problem though. I don't think that's necessarily new. Okay. <laughs> no.
0: Okay, it's, it's it's new for me and it's like freaking me out. It's
1: like you are so you want social interaction so bad that it's just like word vomit. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Okay, I wanted to talk about family life because I love how close all of your sisters are and like supportive and nice. Yeah. Um okay, have you guys always What are the age differences actually?
0: So, there's four of us, four girls. I'm the youngest. I just turned 23 and then there's Claudia who is I want to say, turning 25 in July, um, and then Olivia is, I think, turning 29. She's the oldest. I'm going out of order. Turning 29 in July, and then Jackie is, I think, turning 28 in November. So, we, the, between me and Olivia, youngest to oldest, it's six years. So okay, we, cool. we're all in between that.
1: Have you guys yeah. always been super close?
0: Yeah, like ac- literally our whole lives. Like we we don't fight now just because I feel like we're adults and like, there's nothing really to fight about anymore. But we thought all the time when we were kids, but about like stealing clothes and things like that. However, you yeah, know, we've always been this close. There always used to be like weird little divides of like who was closer at the time, but now it's just like, we're all just close and like, we're like really friends, you know?
1: Yeah. That's like so nice. That's how, so my cousin lives near me and my sisters, but like my cousins and I are also like siblings. So I feel like I kind of have that in the sense of like, My social life is mainly still my family. Like, it's mainly like cousins and whatever. And that really truly is the best because they like have to love you regardless. Like, it doesn't matter what you do. They can't just be like, oh, we're not friends anymore, you know?
0: So, yeah, like my social life is my family. And then it's like, well, like we all have like our friends. And so it's like, that's our group, you know?
1: Yeah, no, exactly. I'll bring friends in, but they're just added onto the family like dynamic. Like, we'll all hang or something. My little sister and I, like, are so opposite. And, like, we'll go through phases where we get along really well. And then phases where I, like, really want to kill each other. And it's just, like, depends on her. She's 20. But she's just, like, she's a classic middle child, too. And, like, it's just a lot. So we really drive each other insane. (laughs) But, like, we do also, we get along mainly when, like, our parents aren't around. Like, if our parents are around for some reason, we just, like, can't stand each other. But the second our parents are gone, we're best friends. So it's, like, this really weird dynamic that we have. Mm Okay. What was it like, like working with siblings though?
0: Like what I, yeah. So I used to work for the morning toast and I did, I produced Claudia's tour, her comedy tour all of for the past year and a half, two years, whatever. And I mean, the tour and toast were so different. Like tour was so fun, like traveling every single weekend to a different city. I mean, it was exhausting and I was, doing it during my senior year at NYU so like it was a lot to keep up with like responsibilities wise but like that was just awesome and like we went into every trip being like our life is not always going to be like this like I'm not always going to be producing your tour we're never not always going to be like huge massive theaters like selling them out like we took what it was and we were like this is so special so that was like a special moment as it didn't really feel like a job but it was and then working for the toast I mean working for the toast was just so fun like everything just working with my sisters are my best friends working with them was just so fun I was on the I was on the show every day I got to meet so many cool people because of the guests so like I loved doing it but I mean at some point it, it does get weird when it's like they're telling me ask me to do things because I work for them and then I'm like stop telling me what to do but then I'm like wait no like I work for you you know
1: yeah but it's like you're my older sister so shut up but like also you're my boss so where's the line
0: yeah but also they're my older sister so they can tell me what to do like either yeah. way
1: either way but you're just like yeah yeah, revolting against them and it just like can't happen
0: right what was
1: it like producing for a tour? like what does that entail
0: i mean so like i like literally produced it like i was in the sound booth every single night like doing audio doing well there used to be video but not anymore so just like i was running sound i was running lights i was doing everything like making the show run
1: wow that's like a lot of pressure i would it was
0: so scary like i like the the anxiety that i had i mean like i have this type of anxiety where like I need to make sure every minute detail is taken care of and I will check 100 times like there were people in the sound booth Same. with me and like I would tell them to do things like I would give them a whole rundown of the show we'd go through it during check, everything but like five minutes leading up to like the moment in the show where they needed to do something I was like five minutes And then I'd be like two minutes. Like I like, I'm so crazy, Where it's like, I need you to know that like, this is what needs to happen.
1: Like you need to be thinking about this as much as I need to be thinking about this. And my job is to make you think about this so that I don't have to think about this. But even though I'm still thinking about this, you know?
0: Right, exactly. Yeah.
1: Who was your favorite person you met on the toast or like through it? Oh, okay.
0: So my favorite person that, I I mean, there were so many like cool bachelor people, but that I met, like honestly, the person who stands out, right now and i'm probably forgetting someone like major but peter herman do you watch younger or blue blood no i'm so but explain i'll be excited for you okay if you saw if you saw a picture of him you know exactly who he is he's mariska Hargate's husband in real life okay oh
1: oh he's like yeah, yeah. yeah
0: he's the hottest man alive but like he's such a daddy and like i just like every show that he's ever been in like i love him and his character and it's so rare when like a guest comes on the show and just like blows your mind in a sense of like everyone who comes on like everyone was so lovely but no one was like oh my god they just like I had no idea they were so great so interesting so lively and then he just came on the show and he was just like loving it like he sent my sisters flowers after the show being like thanks so much I had the best time like he was wow. such a precious angel and he just like made made my day
1: wow we love that have you had have there, I mean, you don't have to obviously name the guests, but have there been like horror stories with guests or is pretty much everyone fine?
0: Honestly, everyone's pretty much fine. Cause it's technically press. So like, they're not about to be mean, but like me personally, like I would just like get scared of them, you know? Cause like, also I was the person who would go and get them. So like I, they all had my number. So like all these like cool fucking people were texting me like, Hey, I'm here. And I'm like, Holy shit. Okay. Let me go get you. So like, it was more so me just being nervous, but no, everyone, like, I can't think of anyone
1: who was like mean. Yeah. Cause it's, it's not a good look. Okay. I want to switch gears. Let's talk a little bit about, we'll talk about getting laid off now and then we'll end on a higher note. How are you dealing okay. with this? I wanted to bring this up and a lot of people wanted me in my Facebook group, um, to talk to you about it. Cause there's so many people who are in the same boat. So how are you, yeah. how are you feeling now?
0: I mean, I feel like so much better at this point. It's been two months. So I'm getting, a, it really feels like a breakup in the sense of it's a heartbreak. So you just need time. Cause like time heals all wounds. However, I mean, it just sucks because I can't imagine how much better I would be doing if I had my job this whole time. Do you know what I mean? Because, like, the biggest shift for me was like trying to figure out, like, what now? And I, I have figured it out. Like, I have been doing YouTube and like just like being more active on my Instagram than I was. However, I had this like, structure. I like woke up at nine, like at eight every day, like, did like work from like nine to five. Like, it was just nice. And I felt like I had a purpose beyond myself. And now I don't really have that anymore. So it just takes a lot of getting used to, but it's also like important, which this was the hardest part for me was like, I got so offended by the layoff. I was like, how, like, how could this happen to me? Like, blah, blah, blah. But then you just have to remember, like, this is not about you. Like, it's so much bigger than you. Like we are in a national pandemic. Like this is just like so much bigger than you losing your job. We are just kind of collateral damage. And as much as it sucks so much, it kind of helps to know that it's like it really, you didn't do anything wrong. It's just like the state of the world.
1: It's also like similarly, I feel like right now we don't have FOMO. So you can't like comparison culture and all of the stuff where everyone's like, oh, I want to be this. I want to be that or whatever. It's like, I mean, in the sense of not having a job to having a job. Yes. But as far as like progressing in like careers or like doing whatever it's like we're in such a weird place in like everyone like we're all collectively in a weird place so I can only imagine that it helps in a sense that like we're all in this together even though it's like obviously certain people have it so much worse you know
0: right yeah no I mean it's it's just important to like kind of remember the bigger picture when the pandemic like starts to really affect you personally because it's like you're, you should feel the emotions and you should be really sad, but a way to cope with it is just to remember like this is happening to everyone and like what got laid off like it wasn't even a question for me to like tell people because I was like everyone's gonna ask anyway when like I'm just like no longer working and you can tell, but I got I still to this day get so many messages being like thank you so much for your transparency like I got laid off too. like today. I'm like I can't tell you how much better it makes me feel so I just found that like the response to it it's like there's so many people going through it
1: yeah I love that you shared it because that was literally the number one thing anyone wanted to talk about and I was like I don't even know if she's gonna want to like keep talking about it but do you want to get like okay you love the routine of a nine-to-five right so do you want to go back post whatever whenever this happens
0: yeah I do I mean I'm really not looking forward to like doing it all over again like finding a job job search like interviews that's the worst part but I have this just gravitation towards I love like Instagram and now YouTube and like doing all the social media stuff, but I'm scared that one day it's all going to go away. So I want to have like my foot in both doors, if that makes sense. So like I want to have like a corporate job and just like be like, like everybody else. And then I like love that I have this side job of making content that I love. Also, I worked in social media. So it was like I was learning the business side of what I was doing on the side, you know? Yeah,
1: so it was just something that you were like passionate about so you get best of both worlds basically. Right. Wow, love that. Okay, I'm gonna move on to just content you've been consuming. Also, I love country music as well. And I feel like, well, one, I feel like it is not like random for you guys, but there are so many... I've only realized this in my past like few years of like going to New York and like having a bunch of friends there There are a lot of people in New York who like actually love country music And I just like more than I would have expected Like I just didn't see that yeah. coming But I really love that Like even in like Boston like no, I know. In general, like I hear that all the time and I'm like this is actually incredible
0: These days like country's becoming like not basic but kind of basic Like people are like now realizing that it's cool to like country So people quote unquote love country but before it was like that there really weren't so many people who loved country but I think that what it is I think from the northeast side of things it's like most of the people that I know who love country went to summer camp yes and that's like where that's where I learned country music when I was in fifth grade and my counselor put on rascal flats and I was like oh my god this is incredible so that's kind of where my journey started with it so I feel like there, there's kind of that cohesion of like going to summer camp and it's like you meet all these people from all these different places and that's kind of where like you get to hear it and realize how great it is as opposed to if you're just like always in New York or whatever like I feel like you might be less inclined to just even be around it
1: that's actually such a good point because I just thought of all the people I'm referencing and all of them went to summer camp
0: yeah it's I'm pretty I think that there's like a correlation someone should do like a study
1: Yeah, there needs to be a study. Okay, so also I'm a big reader. So I want to know what your favorite read of quarantine has been.
0: Ooh, okay. Um, Well, I'm part of the Redheads book club. Plug. I'm a big fan. And so my pick was in April, I had two picks. And one of my picks were just so fantastic. It was Before We Were Strangers by Renee Carlino.
1: So freaking good.
0: So freaking good. And like, I've never heard of Renee Carlino. I'm a huge Colleen Hoover fan. So like, same, that's I what I'm going through right now. Yeah. I found this book and then I, have started reading her other books and I read two in the past four days. And there she's incredible swear on this life by her, which was amazing. And then I just finished wish you were here, which was like a slow ish book. But then it really got you and I was hysterically crying, like went to sleep with puppy eyes, which is like, I just, um, I very much am very emotive. So like, I like to feel my emotions. So those are like my favorite books that I've read so far. Also. Oh, also I see I've read so many books. American Royals by Catherine McGee is incredible. And I think that you would love it.
1: I need to read it. I need to read more of a yeah. nice book. So I, I mean, I have get this, I have read 27 books during quarantine it's disturbing but I haven't watched oh, any wow. shows. Like I've wa- I watched like Little Fires Everywhere and that's pretty much it. Like I got Kindle you Oasis. No, I haven't even watched that. I'm so out of it. It's embarrassing. Okay, I know. Listen, but hear me out. I'm re like my garage, I'm making it into like a basement vibe so I have like a projector and all that stuff comes in this weekend. So like I'm going to okay. get it. I have to cuz I just it's the same like I have to watch these shows. I can't just like hide with my Kindle all the time, but like that's what I've been doing. Yeah. You can, but you just
0: have to watch Outer Banks. Like, that's the only show that I think that's come out of quarantine that is, like, an absolute must.
1: Okay, what is the... Give me the little gist of
0: Outer Banks. I'm not going to, because then you're going to be like, what the fuck? Because it's, like, kind of a <laughs> weird premise.
1: So okay, I okay. you should watch it. I just have to watch it. That's it. Wait, there was an ABC, like, Taylor Swift thing, too, right?
0: Yes, The City of Lovers. She um performed in Paris last year, and then they, she had filmed it and never put it anywhere, and so that was just... It was that, like, the performance. It was fantastic. It was, like, mostly acoustic. It was great. I need to watch it.
1: That's why, okay, I had planned on it, and then I don't even know what happened, but then I did it, and then here I am, like, days later. But uh, it did put me in, like, a Taylor Swift vibe, so I did have a reputation on the other night, because I was like, I feel like this just needs to happen. And uh, going, I'm not going to, okay, so my uncle is in radio, right? And so, obviously, like, with that, I mean, I wouldn't say he's, like, a music snob, but, like, he knows what he's talking about, right? And. Yeah. He's, like, this man, 40s, 50s, whatever. He's actually really cool, and, like, he's probably younger than that, but he is, like, Taylor Swift is so good and, like, live. Like, I've never, I've been to every single concert, I think, ever. Like, I literally grew up at concerts because of him, and to this day, I'm like, I don't care if you like Taylor Swift. I don't care anything. Like, her concerts are literally incredible. She is the entertainer of the century. Like, you leave, and you literally feel like you can do anything. I've never quite felt anything like it.
0: You know that you're actually like this second person today to tell me that they were listening to Reputation. And that's so weird that you said that because I was listening to Reputation today because I woke up so angry. I don't know why. And I was like, I need like a song. Like I need an album that's like can help me get my anger out, you know? So I put on Reputation and it's just, it is a masterpiece.
1: A masterpiece. I just wish that, I feel like the shame of being like a Swifty has kind of gone down recently But, like, do you remember when everyone, like, hated her and, like, hated everyone who liked her? I mean,
0: I just can't. I can't with everyone, you know? Like, it's... Yeah. I mean, the thing is, is that the whole Kanye West-Kardashian feud, like, killed me inside because I adore the Kardashians and Kanye West, and I adore Taylor Swift, and it's unfair that I have to choose sides. So I'm not going to choose sides. But the hate that came down on Taylor was, like, just so unfair and made no sense. And I just... The people who, like hate Taylor Swift because it's cool to hate
1: Taylor Swift, are losers. I, and they're the same people who hate country music because they think it's cool to hate country music. Prove me wrong. Yep. Let's do the Proof research. <laughs> we can <laughs> find the correlation. OK, Um. last two questions. What is your favorite movie Ben? During quarantine?
0: Yeah. Or just like in life? Ooh, I actually haven't like watched that many movies in quarantine, mainly shows. But I watched, I still believe, with KJ Apa and Britt Robertson. I watched that, too. It was good stuff. In the beginning, I was like, this is so unrealistic. How are you falling in love so quickly? And then, like, I got it.
1: And I didn't know the background of it, which is, like, weird that I didn't know the back. Like, I feel like I didn't know it was going to happen. And I really thought... I really thought that, like, it was going to be a... I, I don't want to agree it for anyone. I just didn't know it was going to happen, so it really caught me off guard. And I was like, oh, my gosh, it was really just
0: something. Oh, I didn't know the story at all. I had never even heard of Jeremy Camp. And I... Which I kind of, like, I liked that better, because then I, w- I didn't know what to expect. Yeah. But it was really
1: good. It was really, really something. Okay, last one. Who is your favorite person currently to, like, follow on Instagram? like Or on any form of social media? Like, who is really... Who do you feel like is really just, like, your favorite?
0: Oh. Hmm. That is such a good question. Honestly, right now, I've been loving following Emma Legger? Leger? Yeah, same. Yeah. I don't know how to pronounce her last name either. Yeah. No, Um, she really is. She really is. So I think her right now, um, just because, like, her quarantine content is, like, what I could never produce but what I love to consume
1: yeah and like she really got her new apartment just in time because everything oh looks incredible I, time. I was so happy for her when she just got her couch the other day I was like oh my gosh it was about time like she seemed so patient like I just went into this place in February and I had it perfectly timed to where my couch would arrive like February 3rd, the day after I closed and it didn't come until February 10th. And I like threw the biggest fit ever. And that was only a week and this girl's waited for months. And so now I'm awful, you know?
0: No, literally me. Like when I moved into my apartment, like my, my couch came the next day or did it like a month prior? Like I just need, I needed things. I needed
1: it to be like a home quicker. Yeah, exactly. Like I'm not patient. I just needed all of it. I didn't want to live in this house that I was paying for and like not have the things that I wanted. Like that doesn't make sense to me. No, hundred percent. It's not what I wanted. Okay, well, thank you so much for coming on. This has been so fun. Where can they
0: find you? Oh, of course. Thank you for having me. Okay, you can find me on Instagram at Margoshray, M-A-R-G-O-S-H-R-Y. Um, my podcast, The are wherever you listen to podcasts. My new YouTube channel called Stitch in the City. And I think that's all of my shameless plugs for now.
1: You have another podcast? Do I? Oh, the redheads. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> Also, the Redheads Book Club, it is a podcast and we choose a book a month and we've been doing two books a month during quarantine. And it's just lovely. And it's with a lot of very smart people that aren't me included. And it's just it really helps. And it's so fun to just be a part of something. So yeah, those are all I think all of my shameless plugs now.
1: I think that's actually my favorite podcast over quarantine because I'll go and I'll, I'll like five PM, cook some dinner. I've been really into cooking. and Listen to the podcast, like the book club podcast, and I really feel like I'm like this is forty and like I was made for this, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, one hundred percent. It's act- I think that it's making me smarter.
1: Oh yeah, I mean, like literally, it's like going through like DBQ stuff. Like I would feel really, I feel smarter listening to it.
0: No, me too. When Jackie's like, okay, it's time for the document based questions, and I'm like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, Sorry, my mic is off.
0: Um, I'll be back. Literally, like the one that we just recorded um, this week, the book was like so complex and like I truly didn't like it mainly because I was like not smart enough to understand it. And I just mainly stayed quiet like the whole episode because there was genuinely nothing I could contribute because it was so above my head.
1: It just wasn't your vibe. No, not at all. Okay. Amazing. You're going to have to come back on. Um, I will let you know whenever I'm in New York, whenever, um, we can yes, actually like, live, you know, live. Yeah, I would love that.
0: Okay. Thank you, thank you
1: so much for having me. Bye, guys. All right, guys. That is it for today's episode. Hope you guys enjoyed. Um, I loved having Margot on. I want to record with her again and go out with her in New York because she's just the coolest person ever. But hope you guys enjoyed. I love you guys so much. If you guys haven't already, be sure to join the Facebook group. Um, Subscribe to the newsletter. That's a big one. The newsletter has really been great um we did a little revamp on that and i'm obsessed with it um and that's it if you guys want to leave a nice rating and review and subscribe to the podcast i would love that um but yeah i love you guys so much and i'll talk to you guys next week